Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, well, I hope you're right. I'm picking Ryan this year. What's up, Highline Nation? Coming at you with another episode of The Highline. It's The Highline, episode number 83. Got a good episode for you today. We got our championship Phoenix review. Have the Young Guns taken over? <laughs> Have they? Or has they? Has they. <laughs> has they. My man can't spell. Has bros. Uh, them as well. Uh, Kevin Harvick is retired uh, after this uh, weekend. Uh, so we're going to talk about his last week. weekend. And... Um, you said this weekend. Yeah, I did. This and talking shit about me. Yeah. Go ahead. Talk shit, get hit. Um, so we're going to be talking about Kevin Harvick's uh, legacy, um, what he leaves, and what he's going to be building going forward. And uh, we'll be talking about that truck series race, unfortunately. Had plenty to unpack there for sure. Uh, we also got our RTT ripping the topics. We got the Phoenix TV ratings to talk about. The Corey Heim fine that just came out today. And uh, Ross versus Blaney uh, that happened on Sunday. Obviously, they were racing pretty damn hard, and they had some choice words for each other after the race. We'll get into that. I didn't care then, and I don't care now. Yeah, you don't. I don't think we do either. Um, Our attaboy from Phoenix, or you can't do that, from the Phoenix International Raceway. And we will – there's no race, but we will preview next week's episode. What we're going to talk about, what to look forward to next week, because we ain't done after today. You tired? You didn't slept like 30 hours. The six or seven that I got was not enough. <laughs> Let's get it. This is the Davis. All right, Lambry. We don't need no education. Please refrain. <laughs> you can't do that. Let's fucking go. Cause it's a bittersweet symphony that's life. You try to pick race winners all year long and you suck at it. I swear he can't pick, he can't pick, he can't I'm gonna change, I'm gonna change, I promise you I'm gonna change. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, sir, welcome back to the Highline episode 83. 
with your champion pick championship predictor pick winner back to back champions preseason predictions back to back years yes, i've been right they've already heard it back to back i put a little thing together last night oh good they've already heard it. we let the lyrics <laughs> are you um i'm yeah probably Back to back, like I'm on the cover of Lethal Weapon in both champions predictions and race predictions. Oh, about to say you didn't get the race winner right. No, no, no. I knew I should have picked Watermelon Man. Yeah, the new yeah. Bushlight guy. Yeah, yeah. Year. Well, you didn't. And that was your only. If I chance. would have, I'd have, I'd have been it's your only chance. I'd have. You'd buy, been buying me a steak dinner yep. tonight instead. <laughs> Boy, ate for free, got yeah. me a T-bone steak. Check out the Instagram on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you cashed it in really early this year. Yeah. Before we even shot the podcast. Yep. Did Blaney's car make tech? Yep. yep. He's been <laughs> in New York all week. Yeah, yes. Um, yes. But, but yeah, yeah you, uh, you won again. We're going to beat me by two points. And um, like I said, it's a bittersweet sympathy or sympathy. Symphony. Symphony. Um, I was so happy for Blaney. But then again, I thought my, my, my pocketbook hurt. When he won the championship and Kyle Larson didn't win the race, but uh, I'm happy for Blaney Man. He's awesome guy. It's gonna be a great champion for the sport. And for that, I'm a shotgun a bear. You're not going to, but I will. Because Blaney is, you know, my one B guy. I mean, he's pretty much him and Chase are pretty much together like that for me. So um, go twelve, go twelve. You know what? Fucking, I'll do it with you. Oh, you, you're so nice. Ah, you're so nice. You can beat me yet. This no. is two weeks in a row. We haven't done this since Richmond and Michigan. Oh, yeah, we did shotgun back-to-back, didn't we? Yeah. I was thinking, I don't think we ever shotgunned back-to-back weeks, but you just remind me of that, so. Yeah. We're going to do it a bunch next year. The RFK Forge going to win the ton of races. Well, but as long as it's, uh, as long as it ain't Chris Busher, I'll you be doing it by yourself. Because fuck Brad Kevlowski. He gonna stop watching, get bored. That's what happened to me in the fucking early 2000s. Nobody can hear you. That's what happened to me in the late 2000s. I got tired of watching my guys dominate, so Mm. I quit watching. And I started watching. That's why they started sucking. Like, damn, Riley's not even watching us anymore. When you gotta, Jack's gotta change the place up. Number one 15 year old fan is not watching. So let's let's (laughs) start sucking. Let's kick Matt Kenseth out. Let's kick Carl Obers out. Oh, they didn't get kicked That's out. Actually, when I quit watching is when Matt left. Really, mm. I quit watching for like a year. I mean, I watched, but I didn't like. You didn't watch thirteen at all. I mean, I did, but I didn't like care. Mm. That was like right when I started doing uh, some illegal activities. Well, no, I was already <laughs> doing illegal activities prior to that. But ding uh, dong, ding dong, dishing people. That was like what. I don't sophomore know. Sophomore year? 13? Yeah. Sophomore year? Yeah. So sophomore year was 13. That was like when Brooke started coming over on Sundays, so mm. I was doing other shit. Yeah, so. you had other things on your mind. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you now. Should have kept on watching the race. <laughs> yeah. That's facts. Brooke, can't, can't come over today. I got the race to watch. Yeah. I watched Carl Edwards run seventh all day. Yep. Greg Biffle run 8th, 9th, 12th, 15th. Then Ricky Stenhouse Jr. wreck on lap 20. You know he's only got three DNFs this year? 
he only had he only had or Ricky only had three DNFs this year. They had word I was looking for. So uh, that was good for him. Um, Austin Dillon sucked, so that's good. Uh, Joel Edmonds, how's he feel about Austin? Uh, Dillon? Not a big fan. Not a big fan. Mm. I like Joel Edmonds. I wish I would have found him a little bit earlier in life. Wish I found you. Be Eric Armarola fan? No. He was talking shit about Austin Dillon when he uh, a little bit bigger. turned him head on into the wall for no reason in the Daytona 500. <clears throat> this year I did not, or this year, so I did not make the whole huge. So hopefully uh, give a little, better, a little bit better of a showing. You ain't got to do this. Count it down. I'm doing it. All right. In celebration of Ryan Blaney winning his first NASCAR Cup Series championship, we're going to shotgun a Busher light. Shout out Chris Busher. He probably should have won the race on Sunday. Um, Thanks, fucking pit crew, by the way. <laughs> fucking pieces of shit. Man, I can't get grip on a goddamn. I can't either. It's tight. Tight as. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> we want sponsors one day. I'm good. Figured out. Oh, there it goes. All right, here we go. Three, two, one, go. I spilled a little bit of it. The hat, my hat got in the way. That's all. <sighs> it's always something with me, man. Why can't I figure this shit out? Oh, that hurts so bad. Yeah, that one hurt for me, too. Usually those don't hurt me. Well, I'm full of fucking T-bone steak. I'm full of steak and... Or not steak. Steak, you had chicken, you fucking... Yes, I... Guy? Yes, (laughs) chicken and french fries and a salad. Went to damn Longhorn, my man get chicken fingers. Well, that's good. I feel... uh, From now on... Uh, The punishment is that you're having to buy me a steak, not that you can't The punishment should be more than just a steak. Punishment should be what? your guy, the winner's eating steak while you're eating fucking chicken fingers. That's what I did. I well, like. you should have not ate it all then. That's what I said. Because chicken fingers are still I, real good. I was fucking hungry. Yes, but chicken fingers are not is not as good as all right. steak. You should have to eat McDonald's. No. Bring me bring McDonald's in. Yes. And I buy you steak. Well, we're going to Saskatoon's next year. When you when you bring if for you me. if you lose no. Listen, if I win three in a row, it's got to be special. Okay. What if I win? We'll go back to Longhorn. Oh, we'll go back to Longhorn. Yes, sir. You've never beat me. <laughs> Why do you get Saskatoon? I should have uh, I should have beat you this year. You should have, but you didn't. Who let you down? If you if you could think back to a race over this year, who, <clears throat> what, what, what race was like, ah, that's the one where I was like, ah, fuck, that's it. Um... There's quite a few, but probably Well, I don't think that's a bad pick. I was gonna say AJ at Indy, but that was a good pick. He just sucked. Yeah. And Michael you picked Michael and he won the fucking race. So. Yeah. So that's what I was about to say. I think back to Michael yeah. winning at Indy and I look back at Chris winning at Daytona. Both yeah. were kind of like they're good picks, but mm-hmm. you never know, right? 
and yeah. they both end up. And then Roth went to Nashville. Yeah, you picked that right too. Yeah, you struck goal on that one. It's I just—it's almost like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> almost, almost. I mean, I don't, but it's almost. You like also said Ryan Priest is going to make the playoffs this year, I and did. Austin Cindric, and AJ Allmendinger. Who did I say was going to win the championship though? Ty Dillon. Might as well have been. I didn't yeah. say Christopher Bell. I can promise you. No, well, he th- I mean, I, he made the championship four. Yeah, what like on a f- lap seven? It's nothing you could do about that. He could learn how to break better. And that's true. Break dance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. See you next week. Because uh, that was terrible. Mm. I'm disappointed. <laughs> What do you want me to do? I'm, st- I'm sitting down in a chair. I wanted you to get on this table and spin on your head. <laughs> yeah, I could do that. I can't do that. <laughs> you can't do that. But, uh, yeah, you picked Ryan Blaine to win the championship. Beginning of the year. You've already heard it. And uh, Damn it, boy. He did it on Sunday. Um, how? Uh, before we get into it, how was your weekend there, Riley? Well, I was pretty good. Uh, I was off all weekend, so I got to watch all the racing. Were you beating off? Uh, a little bit. <laughs> um, Friday night. Ooh, was that just, beer went straight to my head. Yep. Yikes. Uh, I've just got heartburn. But uh, Friday night, watch that truck race. Unfortunately, that was uh, kind of a she show. Um, and uh, it was just kind of. Yeah, it was, it was, it was disappointing to watch that, uh, the way that turned out. Um, but we'll get into that a little bit later. Will we? Um, yeah. Yeah, we will. Hey, I just um, noticed we both got boots on. Uh, I will go up in my boots are you this boot morning. Those look new. They new boot goofing? <laughs> what was that? You new boot goofing? They're not new, new. Okay, yeah. I can um, see the scuffs on the toe now. Yeah, but they're kind of new. My, mine are nicer. You want a cookie? These are more expensive. All right. What are they? Ariat. Yeah, they are. Mine are just Justin's. Mm-hmm. Justin Moore. Anyway, I could kick your ass. I could kick your ass. I could, and that one's another one. Two Kansas killed me too. Yeah, yeah. I think I picked Christopher Bell and he wrecked. Yeah, got finished sucks. last. Anyways, my weekend. Uh, Friday, watch. Hey, you got race. boots on? I do. <laughs> I could kick your ass, Kansas. Um, you know what we need? We need we need a guy to come in here and just. Do what Joel Edmonds did. Joel Edmonds did. Just talk shit. Talk shit. That's me. Well, another guy. That's what I'm saying. Bring him in. Come nah, on. I'm just kidding. We don't have nobody. <laughs> we don't have nobody. Uh, We're not special yet. Yeah. But um, yeah. Friday, we'll watch the truck guy, race. We'll, we'll get that guy from our racing. Yeah. The Irish Coke series. That's mm. from uh, Greer, I think. Mm. Black guy. Michael Cozy Jr. Um, uh, but uh, we would we I don't think we could get to a podcast if he was with a, on a podcast with us. Blocking. <laughs> um, <laughs> you gonna tell us how your weekend was? I'm trying. I oh, know. I keep on interrupting. Yeah, you, you do. Sorry. Uh, are those new boots? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, this is a boots podcast. Um, but uh, uh, Friday, I. Uh, <laughs> I skipped the gym, just watched... Oh, uh, watched. you wake up on the wrong side of the truck bed? Yeah, I did. I did. I skipped the gym Friday, just... Because uh, you're a bitch. Well, I woke up. I did, too. I woke up, and uh, I didn't wake up till about 6 p.m. <laughs> God, dang. Uh Slept all day um, after working all night Thursday, and... Um, 
pretty much started drinking as soon as I woke up. <laughs> and I drank all night uh, watching that truck series race. People say uh, I got a drinking <laughs> problem. Yeah, they do say that. Uh, but I know one person that says that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, watch that truck race. That was kind of disappointing. Uh, woke up Saturday, watched some college football. Uh, How about them Tigers? Roll damn Tigers. Um, sure. But uh, They Car- rolled the Tigers. Carolina, the Gamecocks beat the Gamecocks. Um, On the side of the Gamecocks. That was a rough game. One, uh, celebrate the win, like Shane Beamer said, but disappointed in the way we played. Um, of course, Clemson won. That was disappointing. Um, probably shouldn't have won that game, but... <laughs> Notre Dame is a better football. Yes, they are, but we outplayed uh, them. You, you did. Um, For once. Then I watched the Xfinity Series Championship, and that was, uh, was a hell of a show. Um, I think that was the best race all weekend, uh, which is usually the case. Um, that four-wide battle with, with those four playoff guys at the end there was was awesome. Um, and uh, the guy I wanted to win ended up winning it. Um, not the guy I picked, but the guy I wanted to win uh, won that one. Uh, and Cole Custer, I uh, didn't mention. Um, I kind of want a grand end finger to win that championship on Friday. Uh, kind of deserved it, I thought. Um, the guy that I picked won, but I didn't want him to win, and he probably was the least deserving of the Who's three. Who's that? That's uh, Ben Rhodes. Benjamin Rhodes. Um, I think he's only like the fifth guy ever to win more than one truck championship. Yeah, he's um, on a short list. Fourth or fifth. Which is stupid because he's not near not nearly as talented as those other yeah, guys. Yeah, he's not Ron Hornaday, Jack Sprague, uh, um Todd Bodine mm-hmm. or uh, Matt Crafton. Matt Crafton. Yeah. He's he's none of those guys. And Ben Rhodes is a good good race car driver, but he's on a list with some guys that um you know, he's definitely the outlier. Uh, but yeah, watch that race on Saturday. It was a great race. Um it's right here, bro. No. no. Why do you have two? I opened one, didn't realize I didn't finish it. <laughs> I was thinking, like, is that the one? Where's the one you shotgun? I uh, thought, I was like, what the fuck? Why have you got three beers open? Um, Sorry. Anyways, so Sunday woke up. Uh, woke up pretty much at the start of the race. You came over, watched the first, what, 150 laps. Mm-hmm. And then you had to go to work. Um, so I watched that all night Sunday. Or all afternoon Sunday. Um. And that was a good show too. Um, I, you know, I'll be honest with you. I thought it was the best Texas Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at the wrong track. I'm at the wrong track. Um, that was the best Phoenix race I've ever seen. There you go. Um, and, and it was. It was a good race. Um, I was very, very pleased with it, uh, especially compared to what my expectations were going into that. Um, so, uh, and boys put on a good race tires war. Um, so had a lot of fun watching that race. And then of course it helps that the guy I picked and the guy I wanted to win won. So, um, I hadn't been that excited for a cup championship since, uh, last year, Joe Logano, cause I picked them. No, I mean, I, I was glad that Joey won it last year, but I wasn't like, I was standing up jumping up and down like come on blaney like i was rooting uh, him to the line and i was doing the same thing with cole custer on saturday to be fair but um um 
Yeah, I, I hadn't been excited for a cup championship in a really long time. I always say on here that the cup championship doesn't matter. And in a grand scheme, grand scheme of things, it doesn't. But I am very happy for Ryan uh, that he won it, even though he probably was all year the fourth out of those four guys. Um, you know, he got hot at the right time. He's been the best, best playoff driver, I think, um, at least for the last five, six playoff races he was. Uh, ever since Talladega, he was probably the best. Um, so, uh, kind of like t- Tony Stewart in 2011, got hot at the right time and and uh, came in there and, and got the job done when it mattered. And um, you know, they found something in those Penske Fords. Uh, well, at least well, in one of them is. in his uh, <laughs> the last five six weeks of the season. So, um, very happy to see he won it. Blue Ovals won all three championships this weekend. So, uh, good news for me, uh, Ford Homer here. So, um, it was a good weekend overall. Um, Broncos didn't play, so they didn't get beat by a team they should have beat. So that's good to know. Um, but uh, that'll change oh, this weekend, probably. Go Colts! You three and five. So yeah, could be but a we lot beat, worse. But we beat Patrick Mahomes and yeah. the Kansas City Chiefs last week, and that was the first time we've done that since twenty fifteen. I think so. My weekend was uh, it, was, it was okay. I had to I had to work all weekend, so it's kind of. Uh, only problem my work schedule is uh, championship NASCAR championship weekend is on a weekend that I work so uh, that sucked but uh, got to watch all the races on Friday Saturday and Sunday the truck show was a mess to say to put it lightly politely um, yeah I don't think Ben Rhodes deserved to win the championship um, Corey Hahn probably had the best car and of course most of our did, did Carson knows of our things and started that uh, that monstrosity of a finish. Um, I thought I was I thought I was watching a damn eye racing event or something like that. Like it was just wreck after wreck. It's just con- it was comedic. I started laughing. It was that bad. But um, c- congratulations to Ben Rhodes. I guess um, probably the fourth guy out of the four this year um, in the truck series. But uh, he. Why the one race thing is kind of stupid because all you got to do is finish ahead of the other three guys one race and you're good. But um, Saturday, the Xfinity Series was great. Uh, John Hunter Nemechek probably had the best car, but Cole Custer was right there with him. Um, Allgaier and Sam Mayer were kind of a little bit further behind. It seemed like their cars just didn't have quite the speed as the 20 and the double zero. And, um, but you had a couple late race cautions and it allowed the, uh, allowed the seven and the one to, to get a chance. And, um, so you're saying there's a chance? Yeah, and, uh, no, no. I picked Justin uh, just by I picked Justin on my heart, and he's very good at Phoenix. But he just and I loved his mentality. I mean, he go in there lap five or something, and spun out, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, trying to race John Hunter Nemechek. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? He's just on the radio. I was like, all right, we all good, man. It's like that's all right. Um, and then he drove his way back up to the front. Yeah, like then quick, he, well, he got it like eighth. Yeah, and then he I was like, oh shit, and then it then he plateaued, and then not to the end. He never really got up towards the front. But uh, I love Justin's attitude all weekend. Just didn't quite have the car. Had the, had a great restart, but he fucked up going into. I think it was turn. Was it? I can't. Was it turn three and four where he overdrove the corner and allowed the double zero to get on the inside of? I think it was. Yeah, going into three and four, um, coming to the wide, he overdrove it because John Hunter, uh, John Hunter overdrove it into one on the restart and drifted up. And um, I think if Justin doesn't overdrive turn three and four right there, he's got a great shot. 
I think Cole still wins. Um, yeah, but I mean, uh, it would have been a hell of a finish for sure. But Justin kind of overdrove the corner, allowed Cole to get on the inside of him, and it was pretty pretty much wraps from wrap from there. But uh, it was a great race, great finish on Saturday. Congratulations, to Cole Custer. Uh, he's probably the third best guy all year. Wasn't the best guy in Again, the series. Again, Stuart Haas cars figured it out in the playoffs though. Riley's been fast all playoffs. Cole's been pretty quick. Should have won New Han- or uh, New <laughs> Miami. <laughs> How'd you know I was talking about Miami? Because y'all, you get them too confused yeah. for some yeah. reason. Should have won Homestead. Yeah. Um, New Hampshire. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he's uh, he's been in contention all playoffs as well. But, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, they, I mean, they got hot at the right time. The Forge showed. Forger, uh, they got it figured out on the uh, on, at Phoenix anyway in the Xfinity and Cup Series side, and then obviously on Sunday, um, I had to work Saturday night, which means I had to work daylight savings time, which I had to work thirteen hours, which was god awful like normal. Uh, some of my tires went on so, uh, Saturday though, so that was good, and um, finally looked like the Clemson of old, kinda. We still made a lot of tar- mistakes, turned the ball over. We had the game one, and we fumbled it with, like, two minutes left. And I'm like, dear Jesus Christ, this, this can't be happening. But found a way to win. Uh, I'm happy. And uh, thank you, Tyler, from Spartanburg, because I think you uh, ignited a fire in Dabo again. So uh, thank you, Tyler, from Spartanburg, and uh, back on the winning side. To speak them Gamecocks in a couple weeks is all I care about now. Um, Probably gonna. <laughs> but We fucking suck. <laughs> but, Hey, if them wins, Bryce, get some water ball stone at us, and we might fucking just cave, cave into the pressure. Fucking bus breaks down on the way to the fucking football game. Y'all don't make it. You, you want us to forfeit? Yes. You take a forfeit. You'd feel proud about taking a forfeit. That's soft. That's what it is. That's Yo. soft. You don't want them tigers coming in there, fumbling the ball over the place. <laughs> Let's, giving you possessions just so Fitz Rowler can get sacked 45 times. I'd rather watch, I think, right now, Carolina play them in chess or something. I think that'd be more entertaining. <laughs> probably. Probably. But uh, Sunday, obviously, I, you know, slept as much as I could because I worked 13 hours on Saturday and they would watch the uh, woke up right, right at 2 o'clock. And, three? Huh? Three? Three at 3 o'clock. Sorry, 3 o'clock. And uh, uh, got dressed and hit, got, I think I walked in your into your house right when they drop the green flag. Mm-hmm. So that perfect timing for me. And, uh, unfortunately I had to go and, um, go to work and watch pretty much the end of the race. Um, on my way to work, which is kind of, I always hate that, but, uh, is what it is. Uh, Rob Ross and Blaney going at it. Uh, you know, that late race caution allowed Kyle Larson to get out in front of Blaney. I think if, if, if Kyle could have got clear of that one car, he might have had a good chance to hold on and win that, win the race and the championship. Um, but the five and the twenty-four, especially the five, never really showed race-winning speed. But we hadn't seen that five in clean air all day. So if he could have cleared that one on that restart when Denny and I think Eric Jones stayed out to, or not stayed out, but took two tires, got ahead of him. Um, it'd be interesting to see if if Blaney could have ran down the five because how hard the one. That means the Blaney would have had to clear the one. Mm. And uh, we know how that went. So um, I think Larson probably wins the championship if um, if if he uh, if he clears that one car on that restart. But it didn't work out, and I'm I'm not mad about it, man. I uh, I'm so happy for Blaney. I got both my my main guys have won a championship now. All three, all four, or all three. Not sorry, Chris Busher hasn't quite yet. But uh, next year, next year, um, probably. I'm picking him. Larson got championship in 2021. Chase got it in 2020. And now Blaney's got it in 2023. So 
all three of my guys that I kind of latched on to after Jeff retired is uh, they're all doing great and they've all won championships. So that's awesome to see. And Blaney had the best car all day as far as championship four guys go. I think the only one that was close was was Byron at the beginning, and that's because he had tra- the clean air and the track position. But once he lost that, you could really see that Byron couldn't really stay with Blaney. And uh, Larson, I think, had a better car than Bl- uh, Byron at the end. Um, Byron just he missed it just a little bit again. And that's kind of what I figured would happen uh, just because – Byron's young, his first championship four. I know Blaney's championship first championship four too, but something He's been told doing me this for ten years. Yeah, something told me that Byron was just the moment was quite just a little bit too big for him and that team, and it kind of showed up. He got the pole on Saturday, did everything you did, got the first pit stall, got every, did everything you could to to have to make it easier on yourself to win the championship. Just didn't didn't quite have the car, but uh, I, I agree with you. I thought it was a. Uh, it's probably the best Phoenix race as far as the championship goes since they've put Phoenix in the championship slot. You know, 2020 was the first nah, year. dude, I said it. I, it's the best Phoenix race ever. Ever? I've never seen a better Phoenix race. Uh, I disagree. 2011 spring race. Is that the one where Danica was laying oil on track? No. <laughs> 12. Go 12! No, that was when uh, Jeff Gordon uh, was leading, cut a tire down or something, hit the wall. Carl won? No, no, no. Jeff won. Jeff came back and won. Remember that big wreck on the back stretch? We got a big. We got the big one on the back stretch of Phoenix. Yes, yes. And yes. Jeff passed Kyle Busch with like ten to go. I love that race. That was his first win in like almost two years. So yeah, I love that race. But anyway, that, I'm biased on that. But in all seriousness, I think it's the best Phoenix race his, in a long time. Was that when he tied Earnhardt? No, that was 07. That was about four years before that. Um, but that was at Phoenix. Wasn't yeah, it? it was Phoenix. That was a night race. And, um, yeah, but uh, definitely the best Phoenix championship race, probably the best Phoenix race in a long time. Um, you could pass, tire wore out a little bit. Uh, you had some comers Still not growers. great. Still not great. Still, uh, Homestead was better, which is Charlotte, obviously. Both, start, both Charlotte races. The one Coca-Cola 600 was better than this race, but uh, it's improvement. Uh, hopefully we can get a little bit more of that and um, – and a little bit extra next year for the championship race. If they bring that tire with a thousand horsepower, to be a great race. Yeah. So, but they're not going to do that. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think it was a. I know pretty much every playoff race I've given pretty much a six and a half out of ten. I'm gonna give another six and a half out of ten. I thought it was uh, it was just a little bit above average. Is solid, solid race and. Uh, you know, championship races in the past, I think last year's I gave, like, last year's, like, a 4 out of 10, or mm. 2021's was, like, a, well, we weren't doing the podcast then, but I didn't think 2021 was that good either. That was with the old car, so. Just Phoenix is not a great track, but uh, I think for what we got, I think it's about as good, not not as, not the best we can get, but I think it was about as good as we could ask for, considering yeah. what we saw all year with these uh, short tracks. Yeah, um... I don't disagree. I think it was a little bit better than you're giving it credit for, actually. I'm going I'm to give it a 7. Uh, 7 out of 10. I think, it's you, just, I think that's what, you're, how about you, what you've given every track, yeah. every race. I, I've been really, really pleased with the, the racing, you know, in the playoffs. I think pretty much every race has been good, uh, except for the Roval, really. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was – the reason I'm giving it that high is, like, when when Brad had to go home on Saturday to go home and 
uh, his wife was having a baby and all that. And, and Cole Custer qualified the car like 131st out of 135th or whatever. Which congratulations, many. Brad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy dad now. So. Trying to get him on the podcast yeah, one day. One you got to say congratulations. That'd be good. Um, but yeah, so he I love Brad Kislevsky. I always have. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, especially when he flipped Carl in the fence. It was my favorite moment. <laughs> um, but uh, nah, so, so Cole qualified the car and, and Brad, Brad had to start dead last and uh, i was very nervous so i think brad will have a good car but i don't know you know how good he'll be able to get through the field and all this that and the other so um by the end of stage one i think he was like if not top 20 he was right there on the cusp of it and then at the end of stage two i think he got stage points or if he didn't he was right on the outside um and then you know he ran pretty much eighth all day. I mean, he had a probably seventh to 10th place car, but he, he drove his way up there. Right? You know, strategy didn't get him there. Cautions didn't get him there. He passed all those cars. Uh, and you usually don't see that at Phoenix in general, much less with this new package. Uh, Chris Busher qualified like 15th. He drove his way up through the, no, he made the top 10. He qualified 10th. He was the slowest car. Of the no, he ninth or eighth because Reddick hit the wall. Because he made the final round, he hit the wall coming off a of four or something. He was slower. He was slower than Chris. He was the slowest car that finished his lap. Um, so, uh, you know, he drove his way up there and won stage two, passed the one, uh, who ended up winning the race. So, uh, if Chris Busher doesn't have that problem pit road at the end of stage two, I think uh, he might have a good. He probably wins that race, um, or at least is. Uh, and you didn't even, when I said 17's got a bad stop, you didn't even believe me. You said, no, that's fine. Which it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't terrible. It was, it only, it was only like two seconds slower. Than, yeah, but that's a lot. Normal. But two seconds, it's a long time on pit road these Especially days. Especially nowadays. He went from first to ninth mm-hmm. um, with, uh, with a two seconds lower pit stop. So, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it was a, it was a good race. Um, if that race happens every year, in the regular season, that's a good race. The only issue is, is you, you know, if that becomes normal at Phoenix, eh, it's still Phoenix, right? Uh, you want a, you want a better, better venue, I think, for a championship race. But um, it was a uh, pleasant, pleasant, pleasantly surprised uh, this weekend with the way, um, with the Cup Series race in there. So. Um, yeah, not too bad. <sighs> Went to segue into this, uh, about, uh, obviously Blaney wins his first career cup championship. And you think about, um, the past couple of years, um, take out Joey and even him, he's not even, I mean, he's not, oh, he's not old. He's like 30 something. He's like 34, 35. So Joey's pretty kind of young. I mean, he's in his prime, but <laughs> You look the past couple of years, you see, you know, Blaney winning this year. Um, Larson winning back in 2021. Chase winning in 2020. Have the young guns. Not to mention the fucking the championship four this year. Was yeah, it was all Larson, young guys. Uh, Blaney, Bell, and Byron. Byron. All guys under 30. Yeah. Yeah, I think Larson was the oldest yeah. one at 30. Yeah. 31, maybe. Whatever it was. But, um have the young guys taken over NASCAR? 
we've been waiting on we were waiting on it you know when, when jeff and tony and dale jr and jimmy johnson all retired we we're like okay we got this young new crop of drivers chase elliott kyle larson ryan blaney um who else was there austin dillon uh, uh, Daniel Suarez. Daniel's. I mean, yeah, Daniel Suarez. I mean, Eric Jones, Christopher Bell, all these guys were coming up, and they weren't doing a whole lot for a couple of years. You know, you still had Truex, Lagan, or Truex, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick dominating the seasons. Have the turntables turned? <laughs> have the turntables turned? Yeah, yes, have they the turntables turned. Shout out, Michael Scott. Yeah, they've turned, and I think it's a little bit out of necessity. Uh, and a little bit out of. Uh, hey, some, bro, I'm better than you now. Uh, yeah, so uh, I would say about 60% of it is. Yeah, of course, uh, the new guys are going to start winning because there's not a lot of old guys left. And then about 40% of it is the new guys are just really good. Um, I saw something, I can't remember what it was on, uh, but I saw. Uh, a post about it and it was the three longest tenured nascar drivers next season oh i've seen this too it's going to be 2005 kyle bush mm-hmm. he started 2006 martin Truex. 2006 was martin truex 2009 joey. fucking joey logano <laughs> and people th- i mean i still think of joey logano as a fucking new guy yeah joey logano is the third longest tenured cup series driver in the series. That's wild. <laughs> Next year. Well, if you take out AJ because he had a break. AJ, AJ started be. right in that, that He time. started like 2007, 2008. Yeah. And then, of course, Newman. But he's not full-time. And who knows what he's doing next year. JJ Yaley. You know, there's some guys that are racing that have been around. But full-time, Joe Logano is the third oldest guy in the series. At, at least with experience. So, of course. Of course. The new guys are going to start taking over because there's just not a lot yeah, of. You forgot about Denny too. Denny yeah. in 06. Yeah, Denny in 06. So it's four. Um, Fourth oldest. But. Um, Joey was. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's it's just it's wild that you know th- that there's that few guys from our childhood from the, in my opinion, uh, the golden age in NASCAR. Um, you know that that early 2000s early to mid 2000s era when when nascar was what i think of nascar being um there's not a lot of those guys left so these new guys are just by default gonna start winning races because you know the last chance of the older crop winning because there's less of them yeah there's less of them and they like when you know harvick won nine races three years ago he didn't win a race this year. None. Zero. He only won two last year. Didn't so none the year before. Yeah. So somebody's gotta somebody's gotta take that spot, right? I mean, Denny only won three races this year. Yeah. Martin only won three. Kyle um, only won three. Kyle only won three. That's what nine. That's tw- that's twenty five. That's twenty five races. Yeah. A fourth of the races. Yeah. Twenty five races still left. Mm-hmm. From then. So um, Joey won one race. Yeah. And these new guys are going to just, they're going to start winning because there's not a lot of the old guys left. And a lot of these younger guys are coming into the prime. You know, they've got the experience and they still got the youth, right? Um, You think of somebody like um, William Byron, who's been doing it since he was fucking 18 years old. 
know, he may be only 25, 26, whatever he is, but he's got experience and he's still young. So I expect him to start rattling off five, six win seasons a lot, um, especially in that, that Hendrick car. Um, so the question is, is are these, these couple of drivers that are coming in behind them, you know, the Chase Briscoes, the Cendricks, uh, Josh Berry, Ty Gibbs, are these guys going to start winning races? Um, that's the question now. Uh, cause I think of course, I, I think the answer to the question is yes, the, the young bloods have taken over NASCAR, uh, but they've taken over NASCAR by default. Uh, so the question is, is are these new, new guys, um, are they going to be able to keep up or is it going to be another 10 years before they start doing what these guys are doing now? I agree pretty much everything you're saying. Yeah, the the young guys have definitely taken over for sure. Um, like I said, it, it's kind of by default, but it's also I think these guys are just maturing and becoming better race car drivers. I mean, you you think back in the day, not a lot of young guys, first off, weren't even in the Cup Series. I mean, unless you were like 30 years old, you were not in the Cup Series yet. You had to work up towards that in the you know the the Bush Grand National Series and all that stuff. Back in the day, you know, Jeff Gordon was the first one that really people saw and saw. He's 25, I think, when he won his first championship in 1995. That was unheard of up until that point. Um, and ever since then, it's been kind of getting a little younger, a little younger, a little younger. So what does that mean? That means the younger you put these guys in these cars, these cup cars, probably the, the, the more they'll struggle at first. But four or five years down the road, instead of you putting them in that cup car at 26, 27, you're putting them in at 19, 20. Those five, six years, they are growing. They're becoming better race car drivers. They're maturing quicker. So that means they're going to start winning more races quicker than back in the old days. And I think that's all this, what this is, but also I agree with you. I think it is just the old crop of drivers just retiring, leaving the sport, leaving the racing side of it anyways. With Like I said, Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Dale Jr., Jimmy Johnson, now Kevin Harvick. Um, they're just retiring. So those wins that Harvick used to have, somebody's got to take them. And it's going to be probably a young guy because there's 75% of the Cup Series now is guys that are probably under 30, 35 Probably not 30, but under 35. So probably 75% of the Cup Series now. I don't know that that's not the exact number, but you you think the old guys are still left. Like I said, Truex, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Denny Hamlin, A.J. Allmendinger, Michael McDowell. That's about it as far as the old guys that are over 35. Who'd you say? Huh? Who did you say? I said the guys that are over 35 that are full-time are Truex, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, uh, Joe Logano, uh, I think Joey, AJ Allmendinger. I think Joey's only 34. Okay. All right. Well, take out Joey then. Michael McDowell, AJ Allmendinger. I mean, that's only if AJ stays yeah. full-time in the Cup Series. We still don't know what he's doing. Well, my point is, the rest of the cup series is under 35. Yeah. So, you know, the, that's just the numbers, the proofs in the pudding, like the numbers are not going to, the numbers are going to outweigh the, from what you, what you're used to seeing in NASCAR. Brad, 
Oh yeah, Brad. Brad's thirty-eight. Yeah, Brad. Brad's pretty. Yeah, Brad's pretty old too. Um, and when did Brad start in the Cup Series? Full 20, time ten. Was it when was it? What was he full time in ten? Was that twelve car? Yeah, because that was the year that he won he, the championship in the Xfinity Series that year. It might have been eleven. Then. Yeah, I think it was eleven when when they fired Kurt and put Brad in two car. Yeah, because he won the championship. And they moved uh, AJ. To I guess he won the championship his second full time year. Yeah, so it yeah, would be. It was. Yeah. So. Twenty twelve. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, uh, it's kind of a mixture of both, but uh, I think these young guys have finally they've they've matured enough to where they're they've sort of stepped up to the plate and they're like, okay, this is our sport now. We appreciate the the older generation of of the Kyle Bushes and the, the Kevin Harvicks and and all of them, the true X's, but it's our time and. Um, I think they're here to stay, and like you said, it's going to be interesting to see if the if the new crop, the new new crop, like you said, in you know Ty Gibbs, Harrison Burton, um, Chase Briscoe, Cindric, Cindric, all of them, Justin Haley, these, these yeah, guys. can they step up and start winning more races and take away from these guys that are entering their prime now? Because I think the the new NASCAR prime now, I think they used to say it was like thirty four. I think it's now thirty, and. Uh, you know, Larson's right in the middle of it. Uh, Bell's creeping right into it. Uh, Blaney and Chase, I think, are 27 or 28, maybe. So they're about to be in it. Uh, Byron's 25. He'll be there in a few years. But he's ahead of schedule, I think, for his prompts. His prime might be 28 or so. So um, these guys are here to stay. You know, you're going to have a lot of – you're going to have a – you're going to have to fight for a championship and fight for Rex Susan points and fight for a multiple race wins between uh, these young these young crops of drivers that uh, we were wondering a few years ago, will they ever take over? Will they officially have taken over? Oh. Uh, We skipped a couple. Yeah, we did. Um, Not a young gun in the Cup Series. Not a young gun by far. He used to be. Um, This is not a a touchy subject, but it might get a little sensitive here. Um, not sensitive, but just a little. And, and like you said, we grew up watching Kevin Harvick. You know, he, he was driving that twenty nine Good Ranch car uh, back in the day. His last race was Sunday at Phoenix. And listen here, I do not like Kevin Harvick at all. Um, I used to like him when he was younger, when he was a brat. I think he still has that kind of a brat side. He's calmed down a lot, obviously as he's gotten older. But uh, um, when uh, when he ran it. Seeing all the stuff that happened on Sunday, you know his uh, Keelan and uh, Piper calling in before the the radio uh, before the race on on his radio, but uh, that got me a little bit. And then obviously, you know uh, him after the race with his guys. He had Ryan Priest over there. He had Chase Briscoe over there, kind of doing a toast and just kind of taking it all in. Uh, that got me, man. And I'm not say I'm not a Kevin Hart fan at all, but um, I'm gonna miss Kevin Harvick. Uh, just because you know he's meant a lot to the sport. I mean, he took over Dale Senior's ride, two thousand one. I mean, the 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 most tragic day in NASCAR, and he had to take over for that car. Somebody had to start driving that car, and uh, he did it, and he he did it with honor for twelve, thirteen years at RCR. Lost moves to SHR, wins the championship his first year at RCR. Uh, should have went to Jeff Gordon, but uh, that's playoffs Thanks, for you. Brad. Thanks, Brad. <laughs> um, but uh, he was—he's one of the—he's definitely a top 
10, top 15 NASCAR driver of all time. Only got one championship, but uh, definitely could have won multiple ones if it wasn't for this playoff format. And um, I'm going to miss him. Uh, he'll be in the TV booth next year, hopefully, to help out Fox because their coverage has been awful for a long time. And hopefully he can kind of ease that cringiness out a little bit from Clint Boyer and Mike Joy the past couple of years. But I'm going to miss Kevin Harvick. and uh, I'm going to miss him. You know, I, I never was a huge fan of him, but uh, it's like I said, it's like another part of my childhood getting just erased and getting just fly off into the into the uh, ether. So, um, what do you uh, what do you take from uh, Kevin Harvick's career, and uh, what is his legacy? Yeah, um, I'll just say this: I, I agree with what you're saying. You know, it's a small part of the childhood gone. Uh, seems like every year a little bit gets whittled and whittled and whittled away uh, till there's nothing left. Um, I compare him to retiring as, uh, you know, the same thing that happened when Tom Brady left or um, Peyton Manning or um, Philip Rivers, uh, Drew Brees, all these guys in the NFL that you grew up watching. And, you know, you thought that, you know, when when you were watching them, you were like, man, you know, this guy's been in the league four years. He's been doing this long ass time. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, you watch him up until your adulthood and and now you look at the new guys and you look at Patrick Mahomes and he's in his sixth, seventh season, whatever it is, and you're like, this guy's still a fucking rookie. Like mm-hmm. he'll never be what Peyton was. He'll never be what Tom was. Uh even if you don't like Tom, he'll never be Tom, right? Yeah. Uh and, and you look at Kevin that way, like I didn't like Kevin when he was in that twenty nine car. Uh I didn't like RCR. I didn't like anybody that drove for RCR except for, you know, the last year that Newman was there. Um but um, you know, Kevin Harvick's one of the greatest of all time. Um, he's got what 60 something wins, 61. He's got a championship. Um, you know, owned his own truck team, owned his own uh, he owned his affinity team, yeah, too. yeah, owned a Nick, well, Bush team at the time, yeah, Bush. 29. Well, I think it car. was uh, actually the uh. What was the between Xfinity and I Bush? think he did Bush and then Nationwide. Nationwide. It's Bush and Nationwide, Nationwide, but I think he started when it was Bush because he drove his own car. That 29 Reese's car was his. Um, but, um, you know, it's 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 sad to see him go. You know, you, you, you don't want... It's tough to look at other people getting old and, and getting... Because you you're right there behind because, them. <laughs> because you know that you know, not long ago you were a kid and you were watching them when they were a kid, right? And now, you know, he's mid forties and retiring with a kid that's, you know, twelve, thirteen years old coming up through the ranks. I think Hard's like forty eight. Yeah, I mean he's maybe not. I, I he he I you know, wrong. mid to late forties and yeah. um you know, you're not that far behind him, right? And uh, you know, time just moves fast and and sports are no different and um I think he's making the right decision. You know, he's getting out and he's going to help out his his son and uh, try to carve his legacy out. And, um, you know, forty seven. You know, get him to whatever series he wants to race in. I know he does a lot of road racing. He does some dirt racing. He does some. Yeah, he's in racing. charge of the cars tour with Dale Junior. Yeah, and Jeff and Burton. And all so them. you know, I don't know if you listened to Junior's podcast yet with him, but yeah, he talks about that. You know, he's like. You know, I've got my own late model team now. I've got my own late model series now. And, you know, the reason I'm doing that is because I want to control 
my son's future. I don't want to be worried about the car. I want to know that the car is good, and I want to be able to put my car, my son, in it to make sure that he develops. I don't want to need. I don't. I don't want to worry about the car. Um, so that's his legacy. You know, he, he's he's got you know enough wins, championship. You know, he, he's getting. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. So he he's good, right? Kevin Harvick has supplanted his name. In, in in the NASCAR Hall of Fame if he rode off into the sunset and we never heard of Harvick again. He's good. Um, but, you know, he's building for the future. He's he's trying to pass on, and um, that's what I think is, is admirable of him, you know. Um, so he's going into the Fox booth, and he's going to hopefully uh, add some legitimacy to that Fox booth, and uh, he's got his other ventures that he's doing with his late model stuff. And he's got a son coming along and he wants to be involved in the driver committee and all that stuff. He wants to make NASCAR better. And I think he will. Um, though I was never a huge fan of his. I think he's great for the sport. I think, um, I think his legacy will, will be a good one. Yeah, he's definitely a hall of famer for sure. And, uh, I said, I was, Especially later on in his career, he kind of got in scuffles with, you know, Chase Elliott, obviously, and stuff like that. And I turned away from him. And there was, especially, um, past couple years. Yeah. And, uh, but man, he's a hell of a driver, man. Can't argue that. Uh, I'm going to miss him. This is going to feel not going to be right without Harvard in that four car, especially now next year. That four car won't even have Bush Light on it, it'll have, uh, Probably Bass Pro or something or tire rack, tire rack or something like that. Whatever they bring for uh, Josh Berry, you know the the Bush Light car will be in the Chevy again. It'll be old uh, Ross Chastain, uh, number one for the number one beer plug. Um, <laughs> the plug Bush Light. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him, and he's definitely a Hall of Famer, first ballot for sure. Only one championship, but I mean, Bob Labonte's in the Hall of Fame, and he's only got like twenty wins. He's got one championship, so um, Bob Labonte in yeah, the Mark Hall of Fame. Junior's in the Hall of Fame. He ain't got none. He got two champion. He got two Xfinity championships, but no, no cup. Championships. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> um, Jeff Green has a goddamn couple Xfinity championships. Does. I'm pretty sure he does. So. You mean David Green? I think Jeff's got one as well. I don't think Dave. I don't think Jeff does. Anyways, my hello, my name is Jeff. Um, I think Carver's got two Xfinity championships too. I know he's got at least one. He might only have one. I can't quite remember, but I know he has at least one. And, uh, what the hell are you doing? Sorry, Caleb Williams. Dog Cat show. Williams. Caleb. Caleb Williams. Ah, yeah, the USC quarterback. Overrated. Is he still crying? Probably. Little bitch. Anyways, Harvick, gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. Um, but hopefully Josh Berry, I think, uh, will um, give that full car a few good runs next year and possibly make the playoffs, which I think he has a, ch- a shot to. And um, Harvick went out great, man. He he led some laps on Sunday. And I think that's what I heard him say. He said, I just wanted to lead a, lead a few more laps before on my last race. I just want to leave, lead some laps. And uh, he had a top five car. 
um, pit strategy and not great pit stops at the end probably cost him a top five. Um, but you can relate that relate with Chris Buescher on that. But I think Chris still will get a top five. Fifth. Yeah. So, but Harvick ran great, had a chance to win the race, probably had the third, fourth best car. And uh, so that was good to see Harvick go out um, running good, kind of like Jimmy Johnson did a couple years ago when Chase won his championship back in 2020. Uh, Jimmy ran top five, I think, pretty much all day there as well. So uh, good for Harvick to go out on a pretty high note. And seeing him get emotional, that was uh, – like I said, that one got me too, like with the, with the toes and talking about, you know, when Keelan and Piper on talking to him over the radio and reporters asked him after the race um – you know, them writing the message on his hood at the beginning of the weekend. Like, I'm not used to seeing Kevin Harvick like that. So, uh, that, uh, that, that kind of got me right there. So, um, did that get you? No. Yeah, it did. Um, <laughs> cause you're not used to, Kevin Harvick is all, for me, has always been a tough son of a bitch. You know, don't mess with Kevin Harvick. He knows how to wrestle. He will, Maybe beat your ass. So um, tough guy. So you can agree. Blue collar guy. You can you can agree or disagree with this. And you you know me pretty. Well. I disagree. Probably got, but um, I think I draw a lot of comparisons between me and Kevin Harvick. His ways our our personalities go. Um, I think that both of us are. You know, we put on that that front. You know that. Nothing bothers me. Um, it is what it is. Kind of hard ex- exterior uh, that that Kevin put on for so many years. Um, but you know we're we're just fucking big babies at heart. You know, you know we we're we're um, you are coming out. Yeah. Uh, no, we're uh, we're softies. You know. You know we're we're emotional, and I'm emotional. I just hide it well. You know, uh, things get to me. I got a big heart. I like watching people succeed. I don't like watching people do bad. I was talking about this the other day with a guy at work. Man, when I'm at a when I'm at a short track event, like I go to Anderson Speedway, I watch the guy that's running last. And I feel bad for that guy. Because nobody wants to go out there and spend their fucking hard-earned money and go out there and just get lapped and get lapped and get lapped. And I feel bad for him, you know? And I know he's doing his best and, and, and all that. But I feel bad for that guy. And I think Kevin Harvick's the same way. I think on the exterior, you know, he's this big tough guy that, you know, you know, nothing bothers me. I'm I'm just gonna do me. Uh but this weekend, uh you saw a little bit different. So um I I relate to that. And uh you know, it's good to see, you know, it's good to humanize yourself. Um and I think that um you know, even though that you know there are people that like Kevin Harvick and and don't like Kevin Harvick, I think going forward, um, everybody's going to look back on Kevin Harvick's career, uh, whether they liked him or not, and uh, and be uh, ha- have fond memories of it, and and uh, they're going to talk about him the same way they talk about uh, the the greats of the past, whether they liked him or not. They're going to talk about it. Um, with with fond memories. That's a good comparison. Yeah, I agree with you. I can't argue with you. Although I really haven't seen much of your your soft side for me speaking. Alright now fuck off. This is uncomfortable. Nah, but uh who who's the driver that 
me and the NASCAR driver right to the me. Um, uh, Jamie, baby. <laughs> I would say Danica. What? <laughs> I don't have a. P- I can't say that. You don't. I don't. You got me fooled. Mm. You know, I'll think on it. I'll let you. Oh, know. Okay. Let me think, think about it. Yeah. But in the podcast, get back to me. Got now. you. I already got it. Well, tell me. You ain't got it exactly. Um, <laughs> BJ McLeod. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. You got that hat backwards. Everybody, he killing that shit. I kill that shit. You think too. you're cool when you're not? Yeah. Ah, <laughs> that's, that's BJ McLeod. Can't argue with that. Facts. But uh, yeah, go miss Kevin Harvick. Wish him the best. Hopefully, he improves the uh, Fox broadcast booth because it can't get much worse. Um, all right, now let's get into a. A little bit of a rant here. Truck series fiasco at Phoenix. Great. Next topic. All right, cool. I thought it was great racing. Awesome. I want to see that every week, don't you? Yeah, me too. No, um, truck series race on Friday night obviously was a fucking mess between uh, the of our Corey Heim situation and um, the championship battle going on within itself and the whole bunch of wrecks that happened at the end. Uh, part-time guys getting into full-time guys, vice versa, wrecking each other. Uh, it was just uh, it was a mess for sure. Like I said, it was like I racing public lobby at Talladega or something. It was just was awful. Worse. It was awful. Um, so I, like they, they attached the floor, their head to the floorboard and went at it. So... Um, uh, Riley, how do you even break down this truck series race? Yeah, I thought the first, um, you know, quarter to a half of the race was was not too bad. Um, you know, you had that wreck early. Um, you know, it's a and it's a short race, um, laps wise, so not a lot happened the first, you know, half the race. But um, I, I think that Carson turning him. Uh, Corey Heim at, you know, what was that? End of second stage or beginning of third? I think it was in the third stage. Whatever it was. But it was like with like 50 to go or yeah, 40 so, to go or something like that. Um, you know, Carson had played some strategy, I think, because he was kind of the slowest of the guys um, throughout the race and played some strategy, got up there, and, and Corey was running him down, and, and you could see that, Corey was way quicker. I mean, he was the best car all night or truck all night anyway, but uh, Corey ran him down. Um, Carson kind of ran him strong uh, there for a lap. They were kind of side by side, kind of battling. And then Corey, you know, drives by him. He's got the stronger truck at the time, better tires. And then um, you could see it happening because um, they were playing the, uh, the onboard view of Corey or no, excuse me, Carson as he was getting in that corner and, um, yeah, he, um, I don't think he did. He meant to hit him. He meant to hit him. I don't know. I don't know. Um, He gassed up in the middle of the corner when he was going straight. You could hear it. I didn't see that. I didn't hear that. I'm not saying you're wrong. Get your ears checked. It's, it's just not the way I observed it. Um, to me, um, what I saw was him get tight and him just slide up into him. Um, Does that excuse him? No. I don't think he did it on purpose. I don't think he hit him on purpose. I don't think he wrecked him on purpose. But at the end of the day, he did it, right? Um, so you which, disagree with 
with Dale Jr. and Martin Truex Jr. and all that stuff. That was an act. No, 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 no. I do agree with them. It was an act. His his disappointment. His his over the top. Ah, oh, damn it! Start hitting start the steering wheel. Smacking the steering wheel. That is an act. Sure. Whether he did it on purpose or not, that's an act. He's trying to look like he's sorry, whether or not he is. And um, so, yeah, I think that's an act. But I don't think he did it on purpose. Um, either way, it doesn't matter. It's a stupid move. You've got no reason to do that. He's, you know, three, four times faster than you. He, like, you're the fourth slowest guy in the, in the you know, out of the, the truck championship four. Um, and there's still 50 laps to go. There's just that's just not the way to race somebody, um, you know. And you know he wrecks. Caution comes out. Carson stays out, falls back, has to pit. He goes to second. He's second on the restart. Yeah, and he just it's a terrible restart because it's you know his head's fucked up mm-hmm. and his he's been the slowest truck as as far as championship four all night anyway. He's got older tires, uh, so these other guys are coming. Uh, Another caution comes out. I don't remember who, you know, fucks up, runs out of talent, just like, you know, half the people in the truck series do. I can't remember what caused that wreck. And then, you know, we drop the green flag, Grand Fingers leading. The race is over. He's not leading the race, but he's leading, he's the, leading the championship. The race is over. It's done. What is there, eight laps to go? Three. Was it three when he got Carson? When Corey got Carson? Yeah. Yeah, three. Three laps to go. Corey's trying to pass. No, Carson's, Carson's trying, trying to pass, pass Corey, Corey on he's the falling outside back because his his yeah, car's yeah. messed up now. And Corey just turns right, smacks him into the fence, and um, caution comes out. Uh, ben Rhodes ends up winning the championship on the restart. Well, uh, that was like <laughs> well, there was a lot that transpired before he got yeah. to that championship. Yeah, so <laughs> there's four or five more wrecks after that. Yeah. But, um, you know, restarts happen, and um, uh, Grant got kind of forced, kind of got put. He into got hold. Yeah, he the ninety nine pushes him into the four of Trace Purdy, maybe. Hey, I don't remember who it was. Grant got loose, loses yeah. like six, seven spots in a wreck before they get back to the white. Yeah. Um, then Grant comes down pit road, and we're like, "Oh shit, this is definitely over now." There's nobody left other than. Grant, he's back in twenty second, you know, with two laps left. There's no way all the way. There's no way he can come back from there. Then fucking Ben Rhodes, Zane Smith misses the shift, and Ben Rhodes plows into the back of him. (laughs) Yeah, and I think I thought at that point I was like, oh shit, Grant's got a shot here. Ben's done. I thought his. I thought he was done. I thought he knocked the radiator out. Yeah, or something like that. But he stays on the racetrack. Another caution comes out. Another caution comes out, and restart again. They driving around the the fucking. Grant in fingers working. I forgot all about this shit. I don't know how I did. Grant's working his way back up through there, and then somebody blows a right front or something. I can't remember who it was. Oh yeah, um, and drives that shit straight into the fence. And they say keep green. And they don't even they don't even look at a caution flag. Nope. They and, want to get that shit over with. Yeah. So they just let them race around with a guy's but fucking. It was wreck. a hard fucking hit. Yeah. I mean that. Any other day, NASCAR. any other race. That's, That's a caution. caution automatically. So it was a shit show at the end of that race. Grand and finger. It was entertaining. It was entertaining. I'll give you that. It was entertaining, mm-hmm. but it was just the bad side of entertaining. The finish, the, the last 
two laps. Two laps were entertaining. Yeah, because, you know, Grant was coming up. But that race was just as long as the fucking cup race. Yeah, Ben was trying to hang on because his car was a little damaged. And Grant was flying through there with fresh tires. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Grant did everything he could, just came up short. But um, are you done with your synopsis? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this race was, it had everything, but, I mean, it was, it was everything, but uh, it was, uh, how to put this, if it was on Santa's uh, Christmas list, it was everything but nice. It was all naughty, pretty much. Um, It's just, uh, like I said, the first three-fourths of the race wasn't terrible. You know, Corey kind of dominated. Carson Vaughn was back there. Grand Finger was kind of back there. Um, ben Rhodes kind of hanging around back there. And then, you know, Carson started that melee, um, you know, dumping Corey Heim when once Corey finally passed him. And yeah, I think Carson, it's just he doesn't know how to accept defeat. Um, it's just it's a young guy trait. Um, you don't see it a lot in um, drivers these days, or at least to take it to that level. Um, Carlos Vaughn is so talented because he is. He's one of the most talented drivers in the in any three series. He's young, he's fast, and almost everything he gets in. He got in that 42 car, and he's ran top 15 to top 20 almost every week in that 42 car. Not every week, but almost. Noah Gregson didn't sniff that earlier on in the year. So, whatever you want to say about Carlos Vaughn, he's got talent. He just doesn't know how to harness it. Kind of like Kyle Busch back in the day. And which Kyle Busch back in the day was more talented than than Carson Svar. He had way more wins and all that stuff. I'm just Carson Svar is a, a decent comparison to that. And what I think comes down to is Carson just didn't know how to accept defeat. He said, "I'll try to hold this 11 car or 11 truck. I know I don't have the car or the tr- goddamn. I know I don't have the truck to do it. I'm gonna do everything I can to stay in the championship. And once the 11 pass him, of course you hit him once. Goes down the next quarter." Fucking, he spun him out. I heard, like, I know you didn't hear it, but I heard him gas up in the middle of the corner, even when he started going straight. He was trying to get, either he was trying to get on the inside and like run the eleven up the track, or he's trying to dump him. You know, that's just. I think Carson just right at that moment he could not accept the fact that the eleven truck was going to pull away from him, and he was not going to win the championship. It's like when you burn your tires off in NASCAR two thousand four, and they start passing. You yeah, just you just can't. You can't help it. You can't help it. You're like, I can't accept this. This is bullshit. And I think that's what happened to Carson. And um, he's got to learn. He's going to the Cup Series next year, so it's worked. I mean, he's got four wins this season in the Truck Series, and um, he's getting a shot in the Cup Series next year with Spire. So we'll see. But uh, I think Carson, he just doesn't know how to accept defeat. And then, like I said, with, with after the fact, him beating on a steering wheel, there's some of that that I believe was an act, and also I think some of that I believe was he actually did feel sorry for what he did. Because, like I said, you go to the next restart. He started second, and he got the worst. Carson Hosefar has been a great restarter ever since I've been watching him. He's one of the best at restarts in the truck series. That was his worst restart of his career. He went from second to, like, 18th before the culture came out. That's not just because he got a bad restart. That's because he knew in his mind that he fucked up. And that was going through his mind that whole time. Well, when You can hear on the radio. When Corey wrecks him at the end of the race, he goes, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, so... So, 
Carson he knew, knew he, he knew fu- he fucked up. He knew he fucked up, and I got in his mind. So part of me says, yes, it was an act. I think he kind of did some of that to be like, man, fuck, why did I do that? God dang it. You know, ah. But also, I think some of it was, I do this shit all the time. I need to make it look like I'm more upset than I am. And then it just fucked his whole mind up. And then he could not function from there on out. Now, to be fair, he drove back up to like eighth or seventh place before Corey did what he did to him with three to go. So it's not like Carson just stayed in 20th place from the other, for the rest of the race. He was trying, but he knew when he, when he saw that 11 truck, he knew he wasn't going to get past that 11 truck. Probably. Um, and, uh, Corey did what he did. I mean, I can't, I can't blame Corey for doing something, but the way he did it was just stupid. Um, if you're going to wreck somebody, wait for him to pass you and then dump them like he did to you. Don't tear your car up in the process. Give your give you and your team no shot, which they really didn't have a shot anyways. But I mean, tear your truck up in the process with trying to get revenge on another guy. That was just that was stupid. And um, gotta do it a better way. I can't blame Corey for for trying to do something, which of course he can't. Which doesn't matter now because he's got fine, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But that was stupid by Corey, and then the 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 mess afterwards. Um, you know, with with Grant and Ben, they're battling for championship. None of them wrecked each other. And uh, I can't really get mad at Ben or Grant because people were mad at Ben for squeezing Grant into the, the to the the truck on the outside. Which like I said I can't remember who which truck it was, but I mean you're going for a championship there at that point. I mean you can't you can't give that guy any type of room if you don't want him to do that. Don't give him a shot to get on the inside of you right there. So, um, you know it's between them two is just kind of hard racing, and then Grant coming back and um, making it interesting at the end was was was. I guess good, but everything else was, was terrible. And, um, you know, and until NASCAR fully takes over and, and tells these guys, you're not doing do this anymore. With these, a lot of these young guys that are kind of just come up from, from money and just getting in the car and tell them, and they're just told to go fast and don't give anybody an inch. And you got to win to, to, to get up in the sport. You're not going to get nowhere. You make these guys, you know, work on their cars you know, pay for pay for certain damages to the to their cars and vehicles, and you're gonna keep on having this in the truck series. So, um, well, he says, pay to race, and uh, you're gonna keep having this in the truck series until uh, until otherwise. Well, you, you say that you have to win, right? That's what they say. You have to win to make it to the next series. Well, well let's think about that. Corey LaJoy, what has he ever won? That's I don't know if he's ever won a fucking late model race. Ty Dillon. Oh yes, he has. I think he won a, a K and N series. Championship. Maybe. I think he did. Sure. Maybe. I think he won a whole bunch of arc races, too. Cool. But he I mean, he did win. And he never won nothing in, the, in NASCAR. But you got to think, he is a son of a former cup driver. Ty Dillon. What's he ever won? That doesn't matter. He, RCR, Richard Childress. Richard Childress is his grandfather. That's names. Just give me names. BJ of... McLeod. That, that's fair. Landon Castle. He's not in, is he even in the... He was for a long time. He was. But they're not in good equipment. They make it to the Cup Series. They do. They do, to be fair. I get what you're saying. That's the problem with the mindset of a bunch of these young guys is the, the win or nothing else. And that's the problem that this playoff format puts on these drivers. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's 50% the drivers, 50% the format. 
Um, if second place was looked at as a positive thing, which it is, it was forever in, in Cup Series racing, in, in NASCAR racing, um, you know, you wouldn't have this because it wouldn't come down to, well, I have to wreck this guy to win this championship. Mm-hmm. There's no, you know, by the time you get to the point to where it's, I have to wreck this guy to win the championship, the championship's already over. Mm-hmm. You've already lost, right? Because you've got the whole season to determine that, right? But when you shrink it down into nine races to make the final four, oh, yeah. and then you shrink it down to one race, all you got to do, what's the stop? If I am, if I am the fourth out of the fourth guy, the four guys, at some point during the race, if I'm the slowest one, I'm staying out during a caution, and every time, one of the guys tries to pass me. I'm just going to put him in the fence. What's to stop me? You're gonna you're gonna penalize me and take the championship away from me from racing? No, they won't do that. No. Well, um, maybe. 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 But I'm gonna put the ball in your court. If I have zero way of winning the championship, what's to stop me from just wrecking everybody that tries to pass me in the championship? In the championship, of the three. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing is going to stop me from doing that. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I know you don't like um, real Radman. But he uh, he had a he had a very good video uh, yesterday about the playoff format and how it's stupid that we determine our champion in one race and um, a lot of things you said on this podcast before yeah. and he made a lot of good points and well, I've said this too people agree with me I'm a smart guy oh uh, that he saw that from you and that's what that's why he made that video well, I just have I have I speak for the people ah you're a people person yeah. Nothing says that you're a people person to me. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, I, I agree too. The format is what's causing a lot of this uh, sh- shit as well. I mean, you saw the Xfinity Series last weekend. Total chaos. Everybody trying to, you know, with the 21, the 2, the double zero, the 18, the 20, uh, all trying to, you know, not really the 20, but the 20 played a, played a part of that finish. You know, him blocking the 18, then the 2 and the 21, then the 7, sneak out of nowhere, then the double zero hit the 21, just full throttle, trying to get checker flag, and because he's trying to just beat that 21 on a couple points, you know, that to make it to the championship four. I mean, it's just a mess. And um, back in the day, you wouldn't see all this craziness if it wasn't just such a slim margin for error. You know, if you had a whole season or maybe even a 10 race playoff, but all the points just stayed the whole stayed the same the whole time, no matter what you did. If you won the first race of the playoffs, it didn't matter if you fucking I mean, it matters if you wrecked the next two weeks, you're going to get penalized for it. You have to run consistent every week just because you win a race does not mean you're going to be good until two races from now. Or three races from now, whatever next round. I mean, that's stupid, and you know, that's the that's the format that the NASCAR wants. They think that's entertainment. They think that's um, want, that's what they think will intrigue more NASCAR new NASCAR fans to uh, to watch the playoffs, which clearly it hasn't worked because we'll talk about that in a little bit with the TV ratings. Um, and you put these guys in a box, drivers in a box. Not, I'm not excusing them for it because they drove like fucking idiots. But, I mean, if you give somebody a chicken shit salad, they're 
go to fucking you say it f- tastes like shit. You have fucked that saying. Up, I, I did. Um, Chicken shit salad. Listen, it's the problem is, is NASCAR has. We'll get into this more next week, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> NASCAR has put too much emphasis on the individual race and not enough emphasis on the champion. The yeah. individual race is more important than the whole series yeah. championship. Yeah. Which, because we saw this on Sunday, Ross Chastain won the race. We didn't hear an interview from him until 15 minutes after the damn checkered flag was waved. Yeah. You know, until, until you, you know, 35 races, the individual race is more important. Mm-hmm. Until you get to that 36 race, nobody gives a fuck about the championship. Yeah. That's it. You're just trying to win a race. That's yeah. it. In the old NASCAR, 2003 and before, it was every race mattered. Starting at the Daytona 500, every single race where you finished mattered. Every single one. It didn't matter if you won the Daytona 500 because you won the Daytona 500 and finished last the next two weeks. You had a big hole, a big hole to dig out of. Now you win the Daytona 500. And you can run fucking 35th every week. Until the playoffs. Until the playoffs. And just hopefully, you know, you win a race or two in the playoffs. And, you know, you, you work way through. That's not the way it used to be. But, um, you know, it's uh, that's the reason these drivers drive that way. Winning the race is more important than getting a good finish. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. It's checkers or wreckers. It's an all-star race. Every week. For a championship race is what they pretty much told us. Checkers records, second place don't mean shit. Um, as far as the championship goes and, you know, whatever the race. And if for you to kind of put it in that perspective for your champion to determine your champion, it's like in the MLB All-Star game to say, whoever wins AL or NL, this team or this, uh, this, uh, What's it called? This conference, whatever, will win the World Series. They win this All-Star game. Whoever makes it through the division round, the wild card round, the division round, championship round, whoever's in the damn World Series, that conference will win the World Series. No matter what. Doesn't matter. Leave it to one damn game. One damn race. And it's stupid. We'll get into that next week. I know we're getting into the weeds here about the championship format, but yes, I, it was a shit show on Friday night, but the, but NASCAR has put these guys in this situation. And you're wondering like, well, you saw the Xfinity series on Saturday and they didn't do that shit. Well, yeah, because on Friday night, NASCAR saw that shit and they saw that shit and they saw, man, this is an embarrassment of the sport. This is terrible. I mean, you couldn't go four or five laps at the end without wrecking, you know, without people wrecking and doing stupid shit at the end. You know, when is you know it's kind of, you can compare it to um, normal life situations. Let's say you work somewhere, and um, let's say you're a a, a, a um, you work for a grocery store, and you're a stalker, a stalker, not a stalker, a stalker, and you're doing you know you you got somebody that are that is up on a ladder and they're putting products up on the shelves and stuff like that and they fall they fall hurt themselves gotta go to the hospital they busted their head open what's 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 gonna happen the next couple nights you're gonna be very vigilant 
when you're on that ladder stocking products, stocking products, because in the back of your mind, you remember what happened to Casey. She was stacking product just like I was on a ladder and she didn't pay attention enough or whatever happened and she fell and she busted her head open. Same thing with, with this weekend at, at Phoenix. You saw the truck series, how much of a shit show that was. The Xfinity series and the Cup series is like, hey, that was terrible. We can't do that. We cannot let our sport do that back-to-back-to-back nights on championship weekend. You just can't. So what do, they got, what do these drivers do? They be more cautious and they be more precarious on how they race each other because they don't want... They don't want that happening to them in their series. So that's why you, you know, people say, well, the Xfinity Series and the Cup Series didn't do this. That's because they saw what a shit show the Truck Series was on Friday. If you see somebody falling, fall off a ladder at the grocery store, what, you're not going to you're going to be careful on that ladder for a few days, for a few weeks, whatever it was, whatever it is. You'll be more precarious when it comes to that. So at the end of the day, yes, it was a shit show. And yes, the drivers need to do better, especially car so far, especially when you're in the championship four and you can't, you can't do that when, especially with another championship guy. You can't do that. But it's also on NASCAR for putting these drivers and these teams in a predicament where they say, "Hey, this race is the only thing that matters. You finish above these guys, no matter what. It does not matter what you've done the whole season. You have to finish above these guys, or we don't win the championship. You do whatever you have to do to win the championship, and that's." That's just that's that's not that's not right, and and you put these guys in a box, and that's how they respond to it sometimes. Mm. 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 Hit the button. That a boy. Nope. You can't do that. Nope. RTT. Yep. Some. Some. <laughs>
Well, um... Yeah. You've alienated a lot of the hardcore fans. And, um... Chase Elliott's not a part of it. Um... And it's not a it's not a good race, not a good track historically. So, um, you know, all these things considered, and you got football on. Yeah, football going on, and there's a bunch of different uh, shit going on that you know people could be doing. Um, and you know, it's it's just one of those things. You know, it's just a uh, uh, totality of the circumstances. Um, you know, you've got a bunch of shit that's going against what NASCAR wants to get done. You got a shit show on Friday. You've got, um, you know, short track packages, trash. The track is not conducive to good racing. You've got the West coast track Four pretty bland drivers racing for the championship. Um, you know, no big personalities that, you know, people are like super gravitational towards. But Blaney is probably the best. Bl- Blaney's the best one. Right. So, um, but you know, that's, you know, 9% is a big number, um, to lose year over year. So, uh, it's not looking good. They're going to have to figure out, you know, what to do. Um, I'm not one that's super concerned with TV ratings. Cause I don't really give a fuck how many people watch as long as it's entertaining for me. And if it's entertaining for me, it's entertaining for most hardcore fans. And I think, I think if NASCAR is at its best, it doesn't matter who watches. I think you're going to get about a million people, um, which is still better than a lot of the you know secondary sports in this country. Um, if if you put on good racing, um, like they were putting on in 2005, 2006, if you put on that style of racing, you're going to get enough viewers. Um, it may not be what it was back then, but it'll be, it'll be good enough. Yeah, I think it. Uh, a lot of it boils down to, to football season and the playoffs. A lot of these, a lot of these casual NASCAR fans really just don't care about the the championship anymore. They just care about the big races. You know, you think about the the Daytona 500. They watch that. The uh, Coca Cola 600 in May. They care about that. The Brickyard 400 before it got you know, taken away for a few years. People, some people cared about that. Um, Southern 500 people cared about that. But other than that, I mean, they were just kind of here and there. Oh, I might watch NASCAR race today. I might not. Um, the championship just doesn't matter anymore because of this format to a lot of people. And uh, for Steve Phelps and um, for all them to say last week or two weeks ago, but the playoff format is, is great. It might've been this past weekend before the truck race. Um, they're saying the playoff format was, it was great, entertaining, and uh, they like what they see out of the out of this uh, format. Well, I mean, you can like it all you want, but uh, the the TV ratings say otherwise. So, um, but I also think that Chase Elliott not being a part of it hurts. I mean, we saw when he got hurt for seven weeks or six weeks, um, the ratings went down um, for about five six percent. Um, from from what they watched last year when when Chase was there, and that has effect to do with it. I don't care who you what you say. Um, Chase Elliott not being a part of the playoffs this year probably hurt the ratings because a lot of people's favorite drivers not does not have a chance to win the championship. 
Now you're saying, well, Trent, you just said the championship doesn't matter. A lot of casual fans, they don't, especially if their guys are not is if their guys not a part of the championship and cannot win the championship. Those casual fans that are Chase Elliott fans might go and win the championship, and they probably watch the season. They'll watch into the playoffs, see how far Chase will go. But if he's not a part of it. They're not going to watch. It's kind of like um, sick and ball sports. I mean. If if my Panthers, which has happened a lot recently, if they don't make the playoffs in the NFL, am I that much intrigued by the NFL playoffs now? Not really. I mean, I'll still probably watch it. I won't watch every playoff game, though. I'll probably watch championship games and Super Bowl. But it's just not as quite entertaining to me. So if your guy's not up there, your guy's not in the playoffs, you know, I might watch it. I might not. I don't know. I might want to rather do this or do that. So that does have a factor to it. I think it does play a play a role in while the team reigns are down. But um, I think just it's just hard to go against football. I think as NFL has gotten more popular the past decade and NASCAR has kind of declined with all these personalities leaving the sport, it's just it's a lose-lose situation for NASCAR. I think – now, will would the ten race playoff like just the, the chase for the sprint cu- or the chase for the cup? Would that help the ratings a little bit? Maybe. Um, but I think it'd still be a little bit down compared to what it was back in the day. I mean, you think about it. We used to get five, six, seven million fans watch every week. They watch a fucking Mar- uh, a New Hampshire race in in June. Homestead. Yeah, yeah, Homestead. Um. Back in the day, because the personalities, all that stuff. So we got to keep working on that. We get NASCAR has to keep working on getting these drivers, getting these these personalities out of these drivers. You know, go back earlier in the year about uh, you know you know find Denny Hamlin because what you know what he meant uh, talked about on his podcast with him or Ross saying at Phoenix back in March. Um, that's that's stinting the growth of the of the sport for not letting um, certain. For not letting your drivers speak the way they want to speak. Now I get certain drivers are just not that type of people. Like I said, with the Hendrick guys, not a lot of Hendrick guys are don't have a whole lot of personality. But Hendrick Motorsports is a big brand, so you can kind of get away with it um, for the most part. But like Trackhouse and and RCR and and JGR and all of them, they're not quite as popular. I mean, RCR is very popular, but. You know, you got to let these guys express themselves and, and have people care about the drivers. And uh, NASCAR has made a few mistakes here and there. Uh, the playoff format is just kind of a another thing that, that I think a lot of casual fans just don't care about too much. And like I said, it's driven away some of the diehard fans that um, still want the Winston Cup format. You know, every race matters, 36 races, add up all the points that, uh, from throughout the whole season. Whoever has the most points in the season wins the championship. I can't really argue about that. I, I personally, I, I wouldn't mind that, but I could see the problem in having that when somebody has like a 200, 300 point lead um, going in the last couple of races, kind of like a Max Verstappen F1 situation. But the the thing is now with these next-gen cars is these cars are so similar now that you're not going to have somebody go out and win 10 races a year. I don't think so because the cars are too similar. And certain drivers are good at certain tracks. And when the cars are the same, setups are pretty much the same, the tires are the same, you're going to have different winners according to how they're, the driving style and how situations work out and just some luck along the way. So um, I think it's just kind of a mixture of all those things. And um, 
NASCAR, and also getting the racing product better on the on the short tracks and super speedways, even the road courses. But mainly the short tracks, super speedways are huge. Um, that's the most viewed races of the year usually. So if those races suck, you're not going to keep people's uh, interest in mind if those races suck and they turn on they turn on a Bristol race in the spring next year and it's awful, which I hope not because we'll be going to that race. But uh, if uh, if the spring Bristol race is awful or the spring Martinsville race is awful, the casual fans will be like, "Oh my God, these I mean nothing's going on. I'm not going to watch this." Or you know they go to a Daytona or a Talladega spring race and it's training all the whole time, or you can't really pass and stuff like that. Then they're not going to tune in the rest of the year. That's just how it is. So um, a lot of things NASCAR can do to to help this uh, viewership go up. Um, it's got to figure out how to do it in a just. Oh boy, strategic way, and I think the viewership will go up. But obviously, um, Chase Elliott not being a part of the playoffs, not being a part of the championship for what she's been a part of the past three years before this, um, definitely had a factor in it. Definitely had a factor in it. But um, you just gotta you gotta keep fin- finding out ways to uh, help NASCAR grow. And um, if you're happy with the format and happy with the playoffs. Uh, Steve Phelps, you need to keep looking. You need to keep keep on finding ways to keep these guy uh, keep these fans entertained because clearly they don't care when championship weekend comes around. Yeah, yeah. Corey Heim fine. fine. He got he got fined. I think uh, twenty five points and twenty or twelve twelve thousand five hundred dollars. For his movie pulled on Carson Tosfar on Friday night. Um, That's about right. Yeah. Uh, I texted you. I didn't think he, they were going to do anything. I didn't either, but I texted you when it happened. I said they need to fucking... They ought to do And he never admitted it. Doesn't matter. He did it. Well, that's why they found Denny in the spring. He admitted it. He did it. That's fair. Everybody knew Because they, they, they suspended Chase for... Wrecking Denny Hamlin yeah. and Charlotte. He did it. But that was right hooking somebody, so that's a little different. Yeah. But uh, it was obvious that Corey wrecked him up. Wrecked him up, purpose. Are you all right? No. What's wrong? Heartburn. <sighs> steak kicked my ass. Is it the steak or the beer? Both. <laughs> um, but it, Corey did it on purpose, clearly. And, uh, you know, I texted you and said that they needed to do the same thing to him that they did to Denny. I didn't think they would, but uh, they did. So. Do they do that if Warhol wins the championship? No. Well, yeah, probably not. Right. I mean, it's uh, it's one of those things that you know NASCAR has been inconsistent on their punishment. Um, you know, and I I think that the uh, the drivers admitting to it shouldn't have any, uh, you know. It shouldn't play any role in what happens as far as penalties go because, you know, you can look at a wreck and re- and you can realize whether or not it was intentional. Um, as far as Corey goes, I mean, it was just... It was obvious it was intentional and it was... I mean, the complete wrong time um, uh, to get that payback. If, if, if I'm grand in finger and you know i'm leading this race and it's it's gonna come down to you know just a, a 
a, a green flag run at the end of the race, and you know Corey just decides to turn right on a guy. I mean, it's just it's it's it it's dumb. It's um it's a bad look. It's a bad move. If I'm Grandin Finger, I'm very 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 upset um, that that occurs. So uh, NASCAR penalizing Corey here was was the right move. Um, he deserved a penalty. I'm surprised. I'm not surprised they didn't park him, but they probably should have parked him when it happened. Um, because if, you know, the, if, if Grand Infinger and Ben Rhodes take themselves out after that wreck, guess who wins the championship? Corey Heim. And do you want your champion to be the guy that intentionally wrecked a dude at the end of the race? Probably not, right? So, um, you know, the, the the penalty probably is less severe than it should have been. I, th- I think they this penalty plus them getting parked uh, during during Phoenix probably would have been the right move. I think I look at it, look at the situation like uh, like personal foul penalties in football. You know, rarely do they catch the first guy. Um, they always catch the second guy, which I know NASCAR clearly saw Carson most of our, um, wrecked 11 car, but they probably thought it was just racing us and he got in too hard and trying to stay with the 11 car or truck. Sorry. Fuck. I keep doing that. Um, and he pushed the limit and spun 11 truck and, and that was that. And then, um, obviously, you know, the 11's got, He's got some grudges held up on him. He's got he's he's looking for that forty two truck. If that forty two truck comes comes near him, that eleven truck's not gonna not gonna back down. Not gonna give him an inch. Not gonna do anything. Like I said, I thought it was stupid the way Corey handled the situation. I think he could have just did what Carson did to him. Maybe let the forty two pass him and then ran run right in the back of him. Would they would have find him? Would they have find him then? Maybe I don't know how. I mean, it's they say boys have at it a lot, and I mean, you spin me, and then I go spin you. I mean, it's pretty much the same situation. I don't know how NASCAR can find you. So they said Corey did it a stupid way, but I can't really be mad at him for doing it. Just he he executed it very badly, and uh, he never admitted it. So it, I know Denny. You know, he admitted it on his podcast and. The thing was with Denny, though, is Ross hadn't done anything to him all day. I know he, they had a history back from last year, but Ross hadn't done anything to him that day. And um, they find him, obviously, when Denny admitted it, too. So uh, for Corey, uh, for them to find Corey after the 42 spin, spins him pretty much ru- ruins his championship chances because his car was, his truck was never the same after that. And for him to do a Denny Hamlin pretty much. And it's kind of funny that he was in the 11, uh, 11 truck when, uh, he did it. And, uh, it's funny too, cause the 42 truck, you think about two years ago, Ross, when he was a rookie, he drove that 42 car for Chip Ganassi. Kind of, kind of, and I ah! think, and I think Ross and Carson are very similar people. Carson and Coson. Yep. Harsh and Coson. Yeah. That guy, um, Ross and Carson. So, um, I get it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of it. Because people said that they hit that uh, Corey calls that other person uh, was it um, one of the um, shit. Who were the brothers that raced together in truck series together? Um, 
Michael and Daryl Waltrip. Oh, fuck. Come on, man. You know who I'm talking about. Um, Sieg Brothers. No, that's Xfinity. Anyways, one of the one of those brothers that raced in the truck series together, um, they spun out um, right as Fucker the... Drive 17 truck. Yes. Um, the fuck are their names? <laughs> Anyways, he spun out. One of the brothers spun out, and they said that 11 calls the... That that guy to spin out. No, he was wrecking before the eleven even got to the forty two, so or the forty two got the eleven. So that had nothing to do with the incident. Same eleven caused another wreck on the top of that. That had nothing to do with it. I don't think. It looked like he just got tight and pushed up and hit hit that guy, and then he just came spinning around. Anyways, I get the penalty, but I'm not a huge fan of it. Just me personally, I think um, the eleven was warranted to do something to the forty two. Could he have done it better? Yes. But it was warranted, in my opinion. Oh. Okay, it's your fucking opinion, fucking bitch. You fight? No. Flex. I am. That's sad. If you're. <laughs> That's all you got in that tank, there, buddy. They don't always call me big, but they're. Oh yeah, Ross versus Blaney. Um. What you think about that deal? Both of them are right. Hmm. I understand why Blaney's upset. Get the fuck out of my way. I'm faster than you. Which he was. And I also understand that Ross doesn't give a fuck. And I wouldn't have given a fuck either. I'm leading this race. If you can't pass me, it's on you. Sorry. I'm not going to pull over and let you by. Yeah. It's not going to happen. So I understand both sides on this one. Really not a ton to talk about, in my opinion. Um, it's racing. Do you Always believe that, that Ross is blocking Blaney every every corner, every lap, like Blaney said he was? Mm, no. I don't, I don't think no. so either. Um they didn't block. I mean, he blocked him, but it wasn't like egregious. I mean, it was just like, I'm trying to keep the lead. Yeah. I don't have a problem with anything Ross did. Yeah, I kind of agree. Um, you know, Blaney has everything to lose there. Ross ain't got nothing to lose there. And I think Ross used that to, used that to his advantage. He knew, you know, the 12 car, um, he's fighting for a championship. He's not, as in Ross is. So, Ross is like, 12 going to pass me. He's going to have to do it himself. I'm not going to give him any room. And he's going to have to overstep his boundaries to try to pass me because I'm going to race the hell out of him because that's what my guys deserve. That's what this team deserves. we got a chance to win a race. NASCAR Cup Series race is very difficult. It's only got three to this point. So it's not like he was Martin Truex Jr. up there and he's got 40 wins or whatever he's got. Or Denny Hamlin, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a veteran that's got a whole bunch of wins in the Cup Series. Ross has only got three to this point. So Ross is trying to win a race. And um, Blaney, he's, he doesn't have to pass the one there. Um, I know he said the five was, well, he was backing the one, was backing him up to the five. But he, I mean, the five was still a second and a half back. You know, it wasn't like the five was right on the 12's bumper when that shit was going on. So I think Blaney could have been a little bit more patient there. I know he had the 19 breathing down his neck as well. And you kind of want that car between you and the next championship guy. I get it. But this just a racing incident, man. Or not, it's not an incident. It's just a racing. It's just racing. It's pretty much how I put it like that. It's just, um, I don't think Blaney did nothing wrong. Uh, he kind of. He never really wrecked the one, or he never wrecked the one. The one never put the 12 in a bad, precarious spot where he could possibly wreck. And um, 
last race of the season, man. And you know Ross, man, he's not gonna give an inch to nobody, no matter who it is. Uh, I think if that if the ninety nine, his teammate is in the championship four right there. I don't think the one race is any different. Uh, I just I think that's just who Ross is. Now maybe if that let's say the five is catching the ninety nine and ninety nine is in the championship four, and uh, the five the five's on right on the back bumper of the ninety nine, maybe maybe that one gets out of the way and then tries to hold up the five. But I just think that's who Ross is. We've seen that for a couple of years now. Ross is um, he's a, he's a fighter. He's uh, he's he's the new Joe Logano, Ryan Newman. Like he, you're gonna have to he's you have to you might pass a kidney stone before you pass him, and uh, push you for the lead. So um, it's just racing deal. Uh, I think it was just hard racing and twelve. You know, Blaney losing his losing his patience with the with the one car and. Uh, the ones that are saying, hey, you can pass me. You just have to get really aggressive here, but I'm not going to give you – I'm not just going to give you the spot just for the hell of it because you're in the championship four. So um, that's what we that's what we like to see. I'd have a problem with what Ross did there. Um, you want to see hard racing. You don't want to see people lay over for certain drivers just because they're in a championship battle. Um, you're fighting for your own team. You're fighting for your own company, your own owner, your own sponsors in this situation. And uh, I like what Ross did. I like what Blaney did. Both of them didn't wreck each other. Both of them didn't put any, each other in a bad position. Now that twelve hit the hell out that one <laughs> into two, uh, into one and two. Hell uh, yeah, I hit him. But uh, fuck yeah, I hit him. Um, but uh, yeah, so I don't have a problem with it. It's just a uh, just heat of the moment. Two guys going at it for a win. Last race of the season. They know they don't get another chance at winning another cup race till February. So uh, I think that's all what it boils down to. E. E. Hey, that button. Had a boy. Had a boy. Had a boy. My had a boy for this weekend's racing at Phoenix International Raceway is. What did it, what did Phoenix used to be called for a couple of years? ISM? Yes. Was that ISM? Something like that. Something like that. Something by a truck. Yeah. In a farmer's field. My What a boy. At a boy. What a burger. For the 2023 championship season at Phoenix International Raceway is. Like giving her at a boy for the season, dumbass. That's next week. I said. And a boy for the Phoenix International Raceway uh, 2023 season championship finale race season championship race Cup. weekend is Cup. me. Huh? I'm giving it to me. Oh my God. You can't give it to yourself. I can give it to me. I know I gave it to myself last year, but it was stupid. I'm giving it to myself. I picked Ryan Blaney giving it the season to win this championship. I'm not giving it to Ryan Blaney, who actually went in there and did the work. Yeah, fuck that guy. I picked him. <laughs> I picked him. He won it. So it's yeah. me that should... I should be in New York right now giving interviews. Oh, no, really? Not Ryan Blaney. You and Dale Jr. right no, side by side to no, each I'm other. In 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 all seriousness... Why so serious? It, it goes... Like mm, what I wouldn't do. Yeah. It goes to Cole Custer. Cole Custer. And and the reason it goes to Cole Custer is uh, if you watch that last restart at Xfinity race, 
he had no business winning that race, or at least, well, he did win the race, but uh, he got a bad restart. What you're saying? Yeah, he he had a terrible. Anybody restart. else? A lot of people would have panicked. I, I would have drove it in too hard into into uh, turn three there or turn one there. Um, the new turn one. Yeah, it's um, you know he he had no business winning that race. He was you know bad restart, four wide with the championship four, and um, you know calm patience. Um, car was good and, uh, Cole's a talented race car driver. So, um, he, uh, you know, he did everything perfect at the end of that race and, uh, ended up winning championship because of it. Um, and, uh, you know, over this season, I've kind of earned some respect for Cole. I've earned some, uh, or he's earned some, the cold, he's earned my fandom. The like cold, what's it? What, uh, he does the. Stone Cold. Stone Cold. Stoner. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Don't. Cold Stone Stavistan. <laughs> he does the beer with the... Yeah, he smacks the bush lights together and drinks them. You do that? No. <laughs> That's a lot of cleanup. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to Cole. So, hell of a job. It's his first Xfinity Championship. Probably should have two more. Um, but uh, I think what Noah Gragson won one over him and no, I think uh, Reddick won both of them, eighteen and nineteen. Ooh, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. You done? Yeah. Okay. My Attaboy. Are you okay? I'm tired and drunk. <laughs> I'm tired, and drunk. I swear to drunk, I ain't God. I swear to drunk, I ain't God. That's what I just said. I swear to God, I ain't drunk. Mm. Anyways, my attaboy from uh, Phoenix Who? Raceway. Obviously, going to your boy. Joe YRB. What? YRB, baby. Ryan Blaney winning his first career championship. Um, Didn't win the race. Finished second. Uh, passed, had to pass William Byron and Kyle Larson. Um, on the last restart, which we've said on here for weeks, which DBC Door Door Clear said for weeks, it don't matter what happens to Phoenix. Whoever comes off on pit road first, go win the championship. Well, uh, we both eating crow right now because uh, Blaney came out third out of the three championship guys that were left. Um, with about twenty twenty five to go, whatever was thirty to go, and um, he passed William Byron and Kyle Larson both both of the other championship competitors. So, um, and you know, with the thing with Ross, not losing his cool completely and not just dumping the one car causing, getting himself in a bad situation with his team or, you know, he did a great job on Sunday all day, uh, qualified bad. Didn't qual- he qualified the worst out of the championship for, but he kept his, the team kept his cool. Didn't have great pit stops all day either. So, um, they're probably the worst out of the, out of the three that were left. On uh, pit stops, so um, he had to overcome that. Had the best car for sure out of the three guys, but um, like I said had to pass William Byron and Kyle Larson both on the restart, and uh, did a great job, man. I'm so happy for Ryan Blaney. He's going to be a great champion for the sport, and back to back championships for Penske Racing. You know, Joey getting it last year, now Blaney getting it this year. So um, he's no longer the Casey Kane of NASCAR, like Kyle Petty said back in earlier in the year. Casey Kane never won a championship. Ryan Blaney has won a championship, He's and now he the did it. Bobby Labonte, of yeah. <laughs> he did. Uh, he did it 
not the easy way to put it like that. He had to earn the championship. He had to work for it. Probably had to pass the best driver in NASCAR today with like 15, 20 to go. Today? Hmm? He had to pass him today? Today, right now. Do you know they're still racing right now? It's you can't right do that! <laughs> they still go around track, but yeah. Out of boy, Ryan Blaney. So happy for you. Hope happy for the 12 team. And uh, Mullet Man finally got his championship. I know I did a, yeah, probably none of you know this, but I did a, uh, a YouTube series, NASCAR Heat 4 series on YouTube um, with Ryan Blaney. And it was Get Mullet Man a Championship. And uh, I came up short. I came up short. I, I won like four races in the playoffs and, uh, Phoenix, if you remember NASCAR, the heat games, Phoenix, I mean, Phoenix has always been a, a very difficult track, but if you remember on the heat games, Phoenix was a very difficult racetrack. In the, heat the easiest games. track in the game. Okay. And, um, I think I was battling Kyle Busch there for like eighth place, um, in my, uh, in my series with Ryan Blaney. I sent that motherfucker. I sent that bitch. And, um, going into the last corner and Kyle's able to get around me and I wrecked going down the front stretch and finished second in the points and lost championship to Kyle Busch. Couldn't get it done for Ryan Blaney then, but, uh, he made up for it and, uh, he got a championship this year in real life. So happy for Blaney, happy for that whole 12 team. So boy, Ryan fucking Blaney. That should be his new, that should be his new, uh, his new thing. RFB. A good ring to it. Ryan fucking blows. <laughs> what does he blow? Clouds. <laughs> you can't do that. Oh, I'm fucking smoking. This week's segment of You Can't Do That. can't do that this week. Ty Dillon, Cody Ware, Daniel Suarez, Carson Josevar, Denny Hamlin, Noah Gregson, Jesse Uji, Fred Davidson. You can't do that. You can't do that. My, uh... You can't do that. From uh, Phoenix this past weekend. It's gonna go. John Hunter Nema truck Nema check um, The last restart man he fucked it He drove turn one Flew up the track And then he just fell back from the field And then he he put himself in the wall Then he tried to blame it on Other people Didn't apologize to anybody I think he had some I think it was um uh, was it Rajah Karuthi putting the wall down the down the back stretch? Somebody didn't apologize to him. Then he cuts the tire down and finishes twenty eighth. And he didn't apologize to any of those guys. And um, I know you just lost the championship. I know you had a bad restart. Um, and then he tried to blame it on the car, saying he the car just didn't turn for me. Well, no shit, Sherlock. When you overdrive the corner. Part of, when you drive into the corner, even you have all day, yeah, the car's not going to turn for you because you overdrove the fucking corner. Admit that you fucked up. And John Hunter didn't do that. 
And that's why I've never really liked John Hunter Nemechek again. Uh, never really liked John Hunter Nemechek because he he never really seems to make mistakes. Always either a car or somebody else or whatever it is. And um, he fucked up. He, he overblew turn one. Justin Allgaier, in his interview, he said, yeah, I overdrove turn three and four coming to the white. Admit it, bro. Admit it. I just hated that interview with John Hunter check. I know you're upset. You lost championship in that moment, but you got to do better. Um, you just can't do it, man. Um, admit you fucked up. Admit that you probably fucked some over, fuck some other people over in the process, and take your take your defeat and walk away with your head held up because you did a great job. Probably with the best car all drop, best driver and car all year long, but with one race uh, playoff format. Is what you get, but you gotta admit when you fucked up and when defeat is at your hands. And I don't think he did that well on Saturday night. Mm. Mm. Yeah, Mike, you can't do that for this weekend. <laughs> it's gonna be Corey Heim. Um, I think it's just a, I think it's a bad move. It's a bad look. Uh, driving the uh, the 42 into the fence there at the end of the race. I understand you get dumped, um, but, you know, you cost Grand and Finger a championship. Um, Who the you, fuck cares? You don't af- care about that. You've affected more people than just the 42. You affected more people than you know. Um, and, and that's... That's the problem with this playoff format is that you know, your decisions don't just affect the guy um, that you're racing. So um, it's, uh, it's a shame that it happened. Uh, it's a shame that the 42 wrecked the 11. It's a shame that the 11 wrecked the 42. Um, you'd hope that this championship race comes down to um, just a straight-up race at the end of the day, but it never does. So, um, Corey... Um, I think Matt made a bad decision. He got fined for it. You know, maybe he'll learn from it. Maybe he won't. Who knows? But um, uh, I just think that that's, I think that's the most egregious thing that happened all weekend in any of the races. Really? Yeah, I, I think that that's that's worse than what worse the, than Carson did. Yeah, I think it's worse than what the forty two did. Tell me why. Uh, it was on purpose, and it affected. I think the forty two was on purpose. I don't think it was, and <laughs> even if it was, you know. Like you said, the reta- retaliation is always looked at worse than the the initial, and um, you know it's you know you're racing for ninth. You know Carson's coming up through there. Sure, he might have a chance, but if it goes green, he's not winning it. You're not winning it no matter what, um, unless there's you know a wreck at the front. Um, so you're. Um, you're violating a lot of rules in the rule book there. You're manipulating the end of the race. Um, you know, you're wrecking somebody on purpose. Um, you're doing a lot of stuff there that's... Which, did he wreck them on purpose? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. There's no question. He hey, put him... All he did was put him in a wall. Is that not wrecking him? No. Wrecking him is spinning him out. Causing... Okay. Well, I guess you could argue that he causing him. severe damage to your truck. And yeah, he, did he wrecked him. But uh, he gave him no. He gave him a chance to lift, and he didn't do that. No, he didn't. He was. I pulled the Denny Hellen right here. He kind of lifted. He was. He decided not to. He put side by side, and he turned right. He never turned right. He just drifted up the track. 
Kind of like the 11 car did to fucking the 5 car. The 11 fucked up. Yes, he did. He's a dumb Both move. Both instances. He's a dumb move. <laughs> um, Corey, uh, you can't do that. <sighs> All right. Who's going to win the race this weekend? Um, probably Caden Quapple. Caden Quapple? Yeah. <laughs> they still racing? Yeah, Cars Tour is still going. Are they? When's their last race? I don't know. They're racing at Florence in a couple weekends. You can go? I think I got to work. Mm. When do they race? Thanksgiving weekend? It's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, I'll be in the... Oh, yeah, we got the... Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's that Saturday I'm off, but I got to work. Yeah, yeah, that that fiasco. Yeah, that weekend. Yeah, but um, obviously there's no races next week. This this upcoming weekend, but we uh, we do have another episode of the Highline coming back at you next weekend. We're going to preview that for for you. Uh, what are we going to talk about there, Riley? What I do you want to talk about? You tell me. Ah, uh, you don't know? No, we're going to be talking about the year. Yeah, yeah, we're going to be talking about good drivers, bad drivers, you know, surprises. Both good disappointments, and bad disappointments. Um, you know, we're gonna we just gonna you know review the season, mm-hmm. give our uh, at a boy of the year, yeah. or you can't do that yeah. of the year mm. moment. That'll be interesting to think about. Best race, worst race, yep, yep, all these things, yep, mm. and uh, and more. We'll we'll get into uh, more next week on how it's going to work because we're not just going to disappear until February. Till the weekend before the clash, or the week before the clash, we're not going to split. We're going to, um, we're we're not going to do this every week, but uh, we'll uh, we'll have more episodes coming out for you in the winter. Um, just a few episodes talking about certain things. It won't be quite as long as as normal episodes here, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep you in touch mm. and keep you what's going on in in our world and our lives and stuff like that. So uh, get look uh, look forward to that and our announcement next week on how we're going to do it. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll give a whole overview of the year and how it was, and we'll grade the whole year as a whole and what we're looking forward to the most in 2024. And, um, yeah, you got anything to add? Two years in a row? For multiple things. <sighs> Two years, baby. Two yeah. years. One day I'll taste that steak. At championship. <laughs> Two years I picked the championship. Two years I've got the race winners picked down. I don't know if I can lose. Okay. I don't know if that's possible. Okay. I All may right. I may never lose again. You're gonna pick every race winner correctly from here on out? Uh overall. Ah. Uh, playing the long game. I may never lose again. Okay. Don't worry. Next year I got a different strategy for what I did this year because clearly I mean it almost worked. Didn't work quite. Do you make a strategy? Like, do you have one? Yeah. I don't have one. I just pick I who I think is going to win the race. That's probably, it. That's probably what I need to do because I've past two years I've had strategies and it, <laughs> we I've been um I've been Matt McCall on the on my strategy. Mm. It either works or it doesn't. <laughs> it either works or it doesn't work at all. Yeah. So um, but yeah, guys, uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, so we'll be back next week for end of the year. Or end of the 2023 season recap um, episodes to get ready to check that out. But uh, follow us on Instagram at the Highline Official at the Highline. Oh, whoops! I forgot to say what platform. <laughs> the 
<laughs> it's at the Highline official on yep. I already said that. TikTok. No. On Instagram. No. I already said that. It's on the Highline podcast <laughs> on TikTok. <laughs> it's on the Highline <laughs> on YouTube. And yeah. Let your family, your friends, your enemies. Spotify podcast. Look up the Highline. Little <laughs> shout up. THL. The Highline. THL. You know how that be. Oh, shit. Look for the green, the yellow, and the white. <laughs> green, the yellow, and the white. Shout out to the whites. <laughs> canceled. <laughs> we are officially canceled. That's talking about there, the Robert. group of people with the last name White. Ah, mm. Ronald White. Yes, White Ronald. Derek White. Who? Samantha White. I don't know the fuck that Smoke. is. I'll look her up. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Guys, check us out next week. We'll, be, uh, we'll see you then. Go you want to say it? Huh? Go Cox. Go Tigers. Who? Tigers. Cox. You like Cox? Yay. Go Cox. Go Tigers.